Hey, what's up, everybody? Thanks for tuning in to the Domesticated Dude podcast. I'm Logan, your host on this journey. I'm joined again by my friend Reed. We talk about what's been going on in the sports world with the NHL, the NBA, and Major League Baseball in full swing. We also talk a little bit about the upcoming college football season and the fall sports season across the NCAA. And we make some very uneducated predictions about the upcoming NFL season. Reed's going back to school. That's something that he mentioned in an earlier podcast as one of his goals was to go back to school and get a degree. So we talk about that a little bit and his journey on that so far. And then we also talk a little bit about staying positive. We both have an optimistic view of the future based on what we've seen in the sports world and these bubbles working out so well. If you like what you hear on the podcast, share it with a friend, leave us a review, and make sure you subscribe so you get the newest episodes immediately. Without further ado, here's my conversation with my friend Reed. Hope you enjoy. How you doing? Good. What are you up to today? Actually, I have a pretty busy day. I've got um some NHL playoffs I gotta watch. You know, the hockey games are going. I gotta be watching. I'm gonna get my uh, dad's Argo ready for hunting this fall. Uh, this afternoon, gonna go over there and look at it. Make sure all the wheels are tired up, bearings are greased. You know, whatever. Uh, or at least look at it and find out if I got to figure, you know, you know what I got to do to fix something. Uh, uh, and then, yeah, I don't know, but a uh, pretty busy day. Excited to have busy days. Yeah. That's been nice. A busy day of watching hockey. You can't really beat that now that it's back in, in full force. Oh, man, I'm telling you. And it's been really uh, surprisingly good hockey. I don't know if you've been able to watch much of it, but, uh, you know, uh, a lot of these teams are out here competing and, you know, it's an interesting dynamic. You know, a lot of the uh, teams that went into the uh, the corona break that were really, really hot are really, really cold right now. You know, teams that were, like, poised to, you know, make deep runs, fuck two of them aren't even in the playoffs anymore because they just couldn't get their shit straight for, you know, playing those play-in rounds around no fans, I guess. I, I, don't, I don't know what their problem was, but, you know, if you told anybody that – uh Montreal was going to put Pittsburgh out three one in the you know, you know in the player in the round. I think you know everybody would agree that that sounded like bullshit. But you know that's what's been happening is is uh, people have come to play that usually you don't expect to be your big guys, and it's so it's it's really fun hockey right now. And you know I, what I really like is you can hear all these guys shit talking each other because there's no no, <laughs> no crowd screaming at, at at these guys so you can hear them tell each other go fuck themselves and stuff and it's really funny when you hear it on the russians i it's been fun hockey and you know it's something inexpensive i can do for three hours and it's something i want to do that's not outside so you know uh oh we've had some uh rain here recently and it's been like all right well i guess i won't go outside today fuck it i've got a perfect idea i'll just watch hockey till i fall out, you know fall asleep did you watch that uh five overtime game yeah, you 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 texted me in the third overtime, and you're like, "Are you seeing this?" And I was like, "No." And then I had to flip through the different channels to figure out what you could be talking about. Then I saw it was the third overtime, and then once those guys started like setting NHL records, I was like, "Oh, <laughs> this is kind of a big fucking deal." I just kind of assumed that you're watching. I mean, I, it was kind no, of a I, given I, that I, you'd be watching that game. Yeah, at the time I wasn't, uh, but yeah, no. Um, 
I, I definitely caught the, the two in periods or the period and a half, uh, the historical periods I caught, but up to that point I hadn't, but yeah, it's what a, that's the kind of shit I'm talking about. You know, even, um, the NBA playing, uh, the Grizzlies versus Portland yesterday, you know, Portland underplayed all year, which is why they were in a position to not be in the playoffs. But, you know, there was the, the Suns went eight and and still didn't make the playoffs. I don't know if you know about that. The, the Suns in this play and um, like re- into the regular season with a perfect eight and and they still aren't making the postseason, which to me sounds insane. You know, if it were me, I think uh, if I was the league commissioner and somebody went eight and in this exact current climate, I'm not talking about, you know, some other year I'm talking about right now. I would try and make some exception to get that fucking team in, or at least ha- let them play against the you know the eighth seed to s- decide who's going. Because you guys clearly are playing good basketball right now, and people are going to want to watch a team that's on a roll. Uh, but you know it is what it is. Uh, yeah, the 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 basketballs, you know, it's basketball. So saying it's good basketball is sort of an oxymoron. But you know, as good as the NBA could probably do, it, it's been, at least been exciting basketball. I suppose I should say. I've actually enjoyed watching a lot of basketball lately. For whatever reason, it looks different to me. It does. It looks like it it's more It's more energetic. It's a lot more fun. I don't know if it's just because we haven't had sports for so long that whatever sport is on, I'm just going to get into it. But yeah. I do feel like the basketball has been – it almost looks like you're watching a pickup game. People are – they're passing the ball a lot more. There's a lot more ball movement, which is what I like to see. People are being as selfish – I think that type of basketball is fun to watch and you know, it's just, it's just that changing landscape and the hockey has been a lot of fun too. I haven't caught a ton of the hockey, but what I have seen has been just amazing and right, it's just good, a lot of fun. Good, good hockey. Yeah. So I, I actually have a theory on this. I think what you're seeing right now is a bunch of guys who generally speaking during this time of year have a fucking ton of pressure on them to perform who aren't getting paid to perform the same way that, you know, the stars are, but now they don't have any of that pressure because they don't literally have, you know, 12 or 15 or 20,000 fans screaming. So like these guys, you know, who usually miss every fucking free throw are hitting right now. You know, guys who don't generally have great touch finishes are having these finishes because they're not as, you know, from what I'm seeing anyway, it doesn't appear that they have the same level of pressure so guys are taking chances and doing stuff and it's like, oh, wow. You know, if you look at a lot of the um, the, the scores on um, like the, the most recent play-in games for the NBA, other than the Portland game, most of those games uh, were uh, pretty big um, spread-in points. Well, you know, like so what I'm talking about is like, you know, the, the two or three guys on the team you knew were going to get points would get theirs. But then you also are seeing other guys drop 20s and, you know, high high point games who usually only get five or ten. You know, these guys yeah. are just like out of nowhere are able to score. My assumption probably is they don't have fans screaming at them. It's a lot easier for them to just go in there and play their game. And I kind of wonder if that's the way most sports are going to go without fans there is are these guys going to be able to concentrate more? Or is it more of a distraction not having the crowd there? Because, you know, the Boston Bruins goalie to Caras said, yeah, this isn't really – like playoff hockey, I'm not going to fuck around and be here. I'm going home. He, did, you, did you see about yeah, that? I did see that. And the other thing that I wondered too on some of this is that, especially with the NBA and the NHL, they're kind of in a bubble, right? Well, they are in right. a bubble. So you're cutting out a lot of distractions. You're cutting out your 
entourage probably yep. you're cutting out all these people who want things from you you're cut out from doing public appearances so my theory is and i'm i'm wondering if this is true and i'd like to get your thoughts is you see these guys these role players um stepping up well they don't have all the distractions that they would have i sure. do think it's really cool that you have these these stories these storylines of the sons of these guys on nba teams who were kind of living in the shadows and now they they have free reign to step out and go play because like you said the pressure is off of them and some of these teams weren't going to be in the playoffs anyway so they have nothing to lose but to just go ball right. out right well and you know i i think um the not having distractions uh well let, let's um Let's circle back. Did you see that uh, some kid got the <laughs> some kid from the Seattle Seahawks was trying to bring some girl into a hotel, got caught on camera, and then I don't know if you know he lied about it or or what, but they fucking cut him. It was like no, 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 no. You're trying to sneak somebody in the bubble. You're trying to cost everybody else uh, their season. Nope, gone. Yep. And uh, I'll, I'll tell you this: if the NFL as a whole can stick to that model that when guys are breaking protocol, they fucking hammer them, then we might have football this year. And I I would be worried if I was the NFL commissioner about my season because I think it would be a lot harder to give it football players to keep their shit straight than it is hockey and, ML, or hockey and NBA guys who are at that precipice. You know, they're at the, hey, we're playing for our, our, our season point. The NFL guys are just open to play i can totally see a lot of those guys being like man i don't even know if i'm playing this year i don't need to pay attention to this shit and costing their team a chance you know what i mean i just think it's gonna be really hard for the nfl unlike i think it would be uh you know hard for the nba and uh nhl because they're actually you know the nhl is only playing in two cities in the world right now vancouver or it was edmonton and uh toronto. uh toronto right i mean and those guys are literally in a bubble the guys down in florida right now are literally in a bubble you know, that's literally a bubble. You know what I mean, they're, they're, they're in it. Yeah. It's definitely hard to keep protocol. If you have players leaving the team facility or the team hotel, what have yeah. you. Yeah. But I, I do think that there is a sense of urgency among the players, at least what I've seen through um, numerous media reports. Um, Hard Knocks has started on HBO now. So that's been kind of a fun look inside of training camp for the chargers and the, Rams, but the opt-out period for the NFL has already passed. So people who didn't opt out, they're in right now. So they're planning on playing. And I don't know, I guess I can't really speak to any of the extenuating circumstances or anything like that, but I do feel like you have this population of, of players who want to play and understand the risks, understand everything else. They're going to do whatever it takes to play. And like you said, if if you break protocol or something like that, you're probably going to be cut because that's yeah, how you I, have to handle that. I'm just saying I'm not hopeful for the NFL. I, I hope they play. Uh, I'm just, you know, I, I think there's a lot of people who are taking uh, this current climate more seriously than others. I don't think that's a stretch. I think there's people that uh, I shouldn't say I think I know there's people who don't take uh, the current climate of America and the world as seriously as other people. And it's going to be really hard to um run a season when guys you know especially guys who like to like the party after a, a big game it's gonna be really hard to convince those guys to keep their shit straight so that they can play for a super bowl especially teams that don't have a chance at winning the super bowl don't you think 
Do you think it's going to be hard to convince Browns players that, hey, you guys should really take the season seriously and wear your masks whenever you're, you know, not got your football helmet on because you guys want a chance to play or not because you're not going to make it to the playoffs anyways? I don't <laughs> think I, mean? <laughs> I don't think it's fair to isolate it just to the NFL, though. I mean, you've seen no, you've seen Major League Baseball have issues with their yeah. guys getting tested because um, they don't have a bubble. So they're playing, their teams are traveling and all of that. And you're still seeing teams who like the Cardinals, who they had to cancel games, forfeit games, whatever. I don't think that's an isolated incident just for the NFL. Who's going to have it. That's going to have an issue. I mean, you're seeing this in college sports where the big 10 and a lot of college sports have been canceled for the fall because they don't know how they're going to handle the logistics of everything. Well, now you have some of these new tests, coming out and whatever to try and keep people safe and get people tested quicker. But I still think the logistics are just a mess unless you can do a bubble situation like you've seen in the NHL and the NBA. Right. I think you're going to have some issues. That's what I, well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, like the, the colleges already know that it, they're fucked if they think that they can get college kids to take it seriously. They already know that, which is why they're canceling their seasons before they ever get started. They know that there's no chance that 18, 19, and 20-year-old dudes who are, you know, worried about wearing a mask. They're not fucking, you know, you're not going to convince a 20-year-old kid who is not worried about him contracting the thing himself. You know what I mean? And the colleges yeah. know that. That's why they're canceling seasons. They know it's going to be too much of a nightmare. I agree with you. I think the MLB is asking for a, a lot of... Uh, hurting this deal too i think frankly and i said this uh, before they started that i think that this will be the undoing of the mlb now that's a that's a read take you can take it or leave it but i'm telling you i think this season is going to be the under uh the thing that brings the mlb under i think they're gonna they're gonna have some uh i don't know the outbreak is the right word because i don't think that this thing spreads that way but they're going to get to a point where you know guys are coming into contact with each other regularly and getting sick and it's going to be hard to uh you know convince the um MLB or their player base even keep playing if everybody's getting sick because like you say how can they not they're still traveling like normal they're still going to place to place like it's everything's normal so you're getting on planes where everybody's drinking the or you know breathing the same air recirculated air that doesn't yeah. seem safe is everybody wearing their masks on the plane because if not how, you know I mean I don't know these aren't yeah. questions I have answers to I'm just assuming I'm making broad broad strokes I appreciate that I'm just saying I have assumptions and I'm going to stick with them. You guys watched the fights last night. It must have been cool to get back together with your brother-in-law and your buddy Josh to like have some guy time and watch live sports. What was that like being able to actually like come together and do that? Well, so actually I've been I've been oh for the last, you know, 2-3 weeks since since sports have been back, I have actually gotten lots of uh watching sports with the boys and if you haven't already noticed how that usually goes i i go on wild tangents of whatever i see and then whoever is unfortunate enough to sit next to me and watch with me has to you know talk me down off of ridiculous ledges (laughs) where i walk myself so you're probably used to that that's pretty much how that goes i get to watch sports and whoever's trying to watch with me has to uh talk me down from ledges but other than that it's been great yeah no uh it's been really fun to just sit and bullshit about stuff that like you don't have to get deep on. You know what I mean? This guy sucks. He missed a free throw. I can say I can talk that shit and saying this guy sucks. He's not wearing his mask or whatever. This guy sucks because he doesn't know how to you know stop at a red light. You know I'm not doing that. I'm going this guy. So it's back to normal is what I'm saying. I feel like <laughs> I feel like things are getting back to normal where I can shit talk professional athletes who are way more you know 
uh, gifted uh, <laughs> naturally and have worked harder than I have for anything in my life. Now that I get to sit here and talk shit about trained professionals at something, it's bringing a big smile to my face. I love that. You are the typical armchair quarterback. Oh, like. God. I'm one of the worst, too. I know you are. So I've watched actually, hockey with you. About that, I actually told... I actually, <laughs> I actually, I actually tried convincing Tyler that I thought I could make the Lakers starting uh, starting lineup uh, after watching them play one of the preseason games because I think LeBron James missed a layup or something like that. And I was like, "Fuck, I could hit that layup." <laughs> and Tyler, of course, was like, "What? <laughs> like he missed the layup because he had two huge fucking guys defending him? It's not because LeBron James is that layup." I was like, "I'd hit that fucking layup." <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. You, you're not. No, you're not even gonna smell the court. No, I, I'd break my own ankles getting out to the free throw line is what I'd do. Yeah, that's what I would do too. But uh, yeah, it's been, it's it's been good, man. I'm 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 really 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 happy that sports are back. Insofar as they are, you know, it's right. it's still weird. I don't know about you. I mean, what do you feel about the crowd noise? I feel like actually, honestly, if I was one of the players, I would prefer them to just not play the fucking crowd music and just like we'll pump some you know music in. I don't care, but I don't want to listen to not real crowd noise that seems way more distracting to me than not having it i agree i i have seen that some and i think this was in the nba you can download some app and you can actually tap on your phone when you want to cheer it's weird and awkward i wouldn't mind having some music but then again i'm not a player making millions of dollars i don't maybe the players like it i don't know but it's it's just Ah. still a weird weird thing Again, it's hard for me to say. I literally just got done trying to convince you that I might make the fucking Lakers. But I always thought about that, you know, whenever uh, I was never into the show Friends, but whenever, you know, one of those um, oh, the episodes laugh would come on TV and right. And somebody would say something that wasn't funny and then you'd hear a laugh trap. I was like, what, what you know, what is this? What are we doing here? It's just it's a bizarre thing. And I don't know, you know, if it's for. Uh, the consumer psychology or the player psychology. I just think that it, it's just a fucking weird thing, crowd noise for an empty arena. I don't know. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I also think it's strange, but I, I have liked kind of the watching the intimate atmospheres there. It's, it's kind of cool. Um, it's like watching summer league or like I said earlier, it's like watching a pickup game um, where there's not a whole bunch of distractions. I, I kind of enjoy that. Although I am really sad that Nebraska football has been canceled, at least for now, for the fall. Uh, I know the Big Ten is, you know, the Big Ten and the Pac-12 were one of the first ones to, first big Power Five conferences to cancel their seasons for the fall. I just can't think of what I'm going to be doing in the fall on Saturdays. Like, that was the thing. You watch Husker football, and now... Yeah, you see all these tweets from sports writers like, "Oh, well, I guess there's going to be a lot more traffic at the pumpkin patches this year, or whatever." And I just, I'm like, uh, I don't know what to do. Uh, well, fortunately, I mean, I think between all the farm animals and the standing corn, uh, you Nebraska types are going to be able to figure out some fun. I wouldn't put it past you guys to invent your own games this fall. Uh, but having said that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's weird, man. Like, you know, that's an institution, whether it's, you know, the Huskers or the Yankees or, or you know, uh, other sports teams or uh, college sports teams, you know, uh, Notre Dame. You know, one of those, like, institutions, even if you have nothing to do with it, you respect the institution. It's going to be bizarre for those people to not have 
that thing that they've always known. I think that the the answer would be, you know, it's a sign of the time sort of thing that, you know, you're just going to have to find a new way to live. I don't know how you're going to do that, though. I, I, I hear you. It'd be really weird for me if I was some sort of like hockey booster for UAA and then told like, don't get to go to the games. What would I do with myself? That's right. a lot of time to fill. Saturdays are for tailgating. Saturdays are for Husker football. That's what you right. do. And now I'm like, okay, well, I guess we'll be hosting our own tailgate party on the deck. Um, it'll start at 11 a.m. And we'll just have an excuse to drink and maybe have a fire. Kind of looking forward to that. What's really cool about Husker football and all that is that it's family time, right? Sarah and I go to the games with her dad yep. Yep. and probably her sister most of the time. That's a, that's a good time. And it's just fun being with them. Sarah's invested in the team. I'm invested in the team. That's like a rare combination where she's actually invested in the sport that we're watching. You know, otherwise yeah. it's if we're watching the Chiefs or the Blackhawks, she's pretty invested. March Madness, she gets into it because we do a bracket. Um, so it, you have to kind of find ways to get invested in things. And, you know, if there aren't any sports, I guess um, Sarah and I are just going to have to continue – filling out our brackets for the bachelor and the bachelorette, like we've done the last couple of years. And actually I'm proud to say that I score better than her on a lot of those brackets for bachelor and bachelorette, which is kind of weird, but whatever, I'll take it. <laughs> oh boy. That is the domesticated dude. You want to know how you know that you've been properly domesticated when you <laughs> proudly brag that you beat your wife in bachelor brackets. But I'll give you this, my good sir. That's a beer on me. <laughs> I'll give you that. Hey, Next time I see you, I owe you a beer for beating Sarah's bachelor bracket. If any of you, if you read and any anybody listening looking for ways to score points with your significant other, suggest filling out a bracket for the bachelor and bachelorette, especially if she likes it, because that gives you another something to do together and be competitive at. Whether you win or lose, it's still something that you can enjoy together. It's just been fun. Sure. Uh, you know what? Uh, Ashley really likes RuPaul's Drag Race. I don't know if I'm uh, really committed to doing that to myself, but maybe I can find a bracket on on some show that we uh, watch. Have you watched uh, the, the show on Netflix yet, uh, by the way, called Dark? Yes. We watched the first two episodes, or the first two seasons of that, but it, it gets really in the weeds uh, yeah, especially season two your mind just explodes it's like what the fuck right. is going on here <laughs> yeah yeah oh I, I the other reason i brought that up is because uh oh you know i we're watching that right now we just got on to season three ourselves and like um all the you know post-apocalyptic stuff going on and stuff and i i, I thought you know like what would these poor fuckers do if they had coronavirus to worry about on top? <laughs> you know, oh all the God. rest of the shit. <laughs> but yeah, that's fucking insane. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know what you're going to do without Husker football. I mean, I guess you're just going to have to go cow tipping or whatever else there is to do in Nebraska. So there. <laughs> well, that's on Sarah. It's a good excuse for us to go traveling some more. Otherwise, no, you know, well, but usually when you're you got Saturdays tied up for football. You can only travel on one weekend and that's the bye week Well, now the whole fall is the bye week so we can just go do whatever we want. It might be nice. It might be. Who knows? I mean, there's definitely that. That's definitely a positive way to, to look at the thing. I, myself, uh, I'm just, you know, like I say, I'm beyond ecstatic that I have hockey back. Cause I felt robbed. You know, I, I got home from work, uh, 
like uh, the middle of April. And at that point, it had been a month with no sports. But like, I didn't get March Madness. I didn't get any of those things that I was really excited for this March. And of course, again, this sounds like really whack complaining when you know the converse is 160,000 people died and i'm worried about sports but having said that you know it really fucking uh you know offended me maybe it's the word that i wasn't going to be able to watch any more sports of the calendar year 2019 2020 and boy let me tell you dude it's so nice to hear guys taking clappers off the uh shin pad and going down and it's nice to hear lebron james yelling at his teammates I'm just enjoying having sports back. And I'll be honest with you, if anybody tries to take this from me, that's when the rise up will happen. That's how you mobilize idiots like me is take away my sports. You can tell me to wear a mask, whatever. Tell me to wear this or that, whatever. But God damn it, don't take sports back from me because I'll go nuts. Well, here's a question for you then. You said that, you know, you didn't have sports to watch. You didn't have that to occupy your time. But from our other conversations, it sounded like that time was being occupied by going on hikes or, you know, hanging out with your family. Are you having to cut back on any of that? Or are you still able to kind of balance everything now that sports are back? Uh, so it actually has been uh, fairly simple. You know, uh, my kid uh, has recently, we got a, a basketball hoop, which uh, I don't know if Tyler or I have talked yet about, but um Lane, because of the basketball hoop and other reasons, I'm sure, has become sort of one of the popular kids around. And so he's got little buddies running over all the time asking if he can play and stuff like that. So pretty much as soon as one of those kids come over, I wake him up, I kick him out the door. So as far as that goes, everything's about the same. He's he's out there playing with the little ne'er-do-wells around Spinard, Alaska, and I'm inside watching sports. So that shit hasn't changed much. And, and he's not into any of the sports that I like watching anyways, so it doesn't change anything. You know, We don't talk any more about sports now than we ever did. If anything, it's about the same, and there hasn't been any sports to talk about. So that'll tell you about how much me and him talk about sports. As far as, like, has it stopped me from doing anything? Fuck no, I'm not. I mean, like, my team's not in. Look, I have one team in professional sports that are playing right now that I have any interest in watching right now, and that's only because it's the playoffs. But the Celtics, you know, are have a legit chance to the number three seed. They have a chance to get through the Bucks and go all the way. I mean, there's a chance there. I'm not worried about what's going on in the NHL right now when my team is the worst team in the league and still can't even manage to get the number one pick. I'm not fucking concerned about <laughs> I'm going to watch the hockey, but I don't give one singular fuck who wins the, the cup this year because it's not the wings. So I don't care. And so that doesn't change shit for me, you know. Okay. Uh, okay. And, and, and him watching or not doesn't change shit. We actually went on a 20-mile a, a hike last weekend. We uh, went up to Hatcher's Pass uh, to the Goldman Hut. I don't know if you've ever heard about that hike, but there's this old climbing hut that a bunch of climbers built nine miles back into a mountain set, and uh, they would climb from there, and it's it's surrounded by glacier. I, I should point out that this, this glacier that I'm talking about, if you hike nine miles anywhere on Earth to go see ice, and this is the ice you see, you're going to be disappointed. And I wish, <laughs> I wish that like people on the way up weren't saying it was so beautiful because if I had known how beautiful it was, I probably would have turned back at mile five and just said, fuck it, we can camp here. But we went all the way. But so we were gone for a day and a half. Well, it was an overnight trip. So two days. Anyways, we went with for two days and I didn't have any hockey withdrawals. So uh, everything was all Gucci. Nice. So you're kind of, you're still able to balance all of that. And that's, yeah, that's I mean, important. 
it's it's not like the end of the world if I don't get to watch hockey. It is what it is. Yeah. And especially in in, in my household, you know, Tyler into basketball isn't concerned about watching hockey games as much as I am. So we had to make compromise like really early when the uh, when the 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 the, the uh, sports were coming back. We made a deal. When the Lakers play or the Celtics play, we're watching basketball. If our two teams aren't playing, then if there's a good hockey game on, we will compromise and watch the hockey game. But, you know, if one of our basketball teams playing, we're watching basketball. Nice. You know, I don't mind watching my team play basketball, so I can do that with him. And I certainly don't mind watching his team basketball play basketball because I talk shit the whole time. So I get everything I need out of those games. And then he has to watch hockey when there's a good game. I think that's a good compromise. So we, uh, well, I shouldn't say it like that. But, you know, suffice to say, we're, we're, we're working on uh, a meeting in the middle. When they were both starting up at the same time, I was like, dude, if I have to watch fucking... <laughs> basketball when there's hockey on i'm gonna lose my shit but we came to a compromise so as the playoffs keep going on um, obviously we're getting later into the fall um, places are starting to open up a little bit more some of these economic stimulus incentives are kind of going away for unemployment does that mean that you are going to be looking at going back to work anytime soon what's your what's your fall look like uh, so I signed up for three classes, uh, for a degree I'm interested in pursuing. And, um, because I'm now a student, I can't receive those benefits and incentives anyway, because I'm a student, I'm not out of work. I'm a student. So I wouldn't be able to receive those anyways. And, you know, uh, like I said, at the beginning of, of the podcast, when, when we, uh, shot off on that first one, you know, I'm not, uh, well, it wasn't the first one, I guess it would have been the second one that we did. Anyway, suffice to say, I'm not bumming around because, uh, that just seems like a fun time. I was bumming around with, with, uh, with my kid. Right. That was a a concerted effort to spend as much time with him. Well, now that I'm going back to school, he's going back to school. Things are starting to come kind of get regular. I got to get back to work. You know what I mean? So yeah, I gotta, I gotta find something that I can, uh, you know, work my school schedule, around and then you know start paying the bills again uh what is an interesting question though you know i would had attended on uh going to school this fall the summer and work on the ice roads this winter but frankly i don't know if that's going to be a thing you know if oil prices don't really start uh going up a lot of oil isn't going to be drilled this year and uh importantly if uh, they can't figure out a way to keep guys safe from Corona up in places where it's not really feasible to quarantine. I don't see how they're going to be able to work us. So, you know, my original plan, it was going to have me be a pretty comfortable student. Uh, I don't know how that will work. So, you know, my, right now what I'm trying to figure out is step one. You know what I mean? Yeah. And step one is just finding something that I can do that I can go to school with and make money. The next step will be figuring out where I can really land some money in the winter or, or summer. So I can, you know, really hammer out these classes and get done with the degree, you know, finding whatever balancing act that needs to be. That's, that's my, my new quest. Nice. Nice. Well, Hey man, kudos to you. I know that's something that we talked about last time of that was a, a goal of yours to get back to school get back into doing some classes and keep getting on that journey. So props for following through on that. That's awesome. Yeah. So, you know, one thing that fucking offended me was when I signed up for my classes, uh, I checked how much I owed the university on my three classes. And when I, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> for what? 
<laughs> I'm already $2,700 into this degree and I'm only doing three classes. What the fuck? So that, that was a little bit startling, but, uh, yeah, other than that, I think it's going to be a good deal. All right. You know, uh, I have gotten to a point in my life that it's obvious to me that I can't be a worker bee for the rest of my life. You know what I mean? I, I can't be on the, the ground floor for the rest of my life. I'm not saying I got to be management or something like that. That's not, I don't want to run a fucking company. I heard Spencer's podcast. <laughs> I don't want any of his fucking shit. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't, I don't ever want to worry about like anything he wants to worry about. That's not what I want. But what I do want is to be in a situation where I'm not abusing my body for the rest of my life. You know, uh, at 33, I'm telling you, I, okay, I'll tell you a story. I told Tyler, Tyler told thir- turned 30 here in May. And the, literally the day he was turning 30, uh, you know, we had like a little, a little get together for him, a little party for him, if you will. And, uh, I told him, I was like, you want to know what 30 is? And he said, yeah, hit me. And I was like, I don't need to hit you. Just wake up tomorrow. And that's what 30 is. And he's like, what? I was like, just wait till tomorrow. And he woke up the next day and he came out and he was doing the, Oh, what the fuck? You know, did I, did I sleep on a bowling ball and shit? And I was like, welcome to 30. He was like, Oh shit. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's been his change. Uh, where I was going with all that is, is you know, like I, 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 I have used and abused this sad sack of fucking bones of mine uh, for the last 14 years in the heavy equipment and trucks. And, you know, it's pretty obvious to me that I don't have another, you know, 15 or 20 of those because it's going to just do so much damage to my body. So I got to, I got to figure out a new step. And, you know, um, while the degree I'm chasing is not the most exciting line of work, it will definitely get me out of, um, being a worker bee and get me on another step in life. And I think, uh, you know, with the way the winds are changing, me and Ashley are looking at buying a house and, you know, talk about maybe, uh, putting another one on earth, you know, we, we got to have a different type of stability. And I think one, a, a job like a safety degree, for example, what I'm going for, there'll be stability in that type of work. I assume a lot more so than, you know, truck driving, which sort of goes with the economy, whatever way the wind blows. That's the way, you know, trucking goes. Yeah, for sure. I mean, safety, especially now with this pandemic, it's showing you how important safety is, whether that's right. mechanical safety or public health safety. Right. You're right. This is not going away. And even after, no. if this pandemic ever um, subsides or slows down even a little bit, you're going to see companies putting a lot of investment into how do we keep our people safe and how do we keep the public safe? So I think uh, that was a smart strategic move on your part. Well, and, and you know, the, the, what I like about safety, especially as it pertains to work, is it's the fine balancing act, right? What we're trying to accomplish here is for you to get as much production to do done while doing it as safely as possible. You can't convince me as a, you know, worker, especially that that's not the best scenario. Now, if what you're trying to do is get as much work done because you're, you know, one of those hardworking guys the the you know hyper safety world that is you know the north slope of alaska that's going to mess with you you know you're not going to be able to uh turn to that and i know a lot of guys who haven't hacked it up on the north slope because they just could not get into that safety culture but it, you know that's obviously the way of the world now companies are really worried about losing money it doesn't matter if they're losing money because you're hurt sick or dead or just because you know oil prices fall or or just you know economic concerns in general the idea of losing money they don't have to lose is not something that anybody wants to do. And the best way to ensure that you're not losing money is keeping your workforce happy and safe. You know what I mean? If if you're if you're if your guys are working safe and they're able to go home 
then all they have to complain about now is money. Well, okay, good enough. We can deal with that. Yeah, that's that's the easy part. Well, hey, man, we've been chatting for a while. I know you have to uh, go get some stuff done today. Make sure your hunting rig is in line and, and ready to go. Is there anything else top of mind that you think we should cover today? Well, just, you know, this is a, a step in the right direction right now. You know, what, what the thing that the NHL and the NBA is proving right this second is if people take what's going on in the world right now seriously, you can nimbly, I would say, skitter around and do most of what all you want to do anyways, as long as you're taking the precautions to keep yourself and others around you safe, you can still have a lot of fun doing it. And the NBA and the NHL is proving right now, if you take things seriously, like the the mask rules and orders and, and you know, uh, staying out of big crowds and stuff like that, that uh, we can probably start getting back to normal, you know? So, you know, just sort of a, a, a cry for help. I don't know. You know, do it, guys. And we can maybe fucking get back to normal. <laughs> Wear yep. the mask and we don't have to keep doing this shit. Yep, I'm with you. I was telling you we were at the mall yesterday and it's an outdoor mall. So there's plenty of opportunities for spacing and whatnot. But since there are so many people there, they require you to wear a mask and masks right. are required and were required in every store that we went into. Yeah, there were some differences between shopping now and shopping six months ago, but it wasn't that big of a deal. So I, I think yeah. I think you're right. You know, we're seeing the NBA and the NHL with this bubble concept, they're eliminating a lot of the risk by having their yes. people in these bubbles and not being able allowed to get out. You know, it kind of sets a standard for, for everybody else. I'm just hoping we can, I'm with you, I'm hoping we can kind of get back to normal here fairly soon. And it sounds like we have some advances in the in the medical field with with some streamlined testing going on so that's a very positive thing in our society right now i'm still hopeful i'm optimistic always looking at the at the silver lining here well and there is a lot of positives to be taken away from this you know what we uh what we do know right this second is you can really uh limit your uh potential oh what's the word infection i don't know you know but your infection by by taking this seriously well if 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 you and everybody else you know is taking that seriously well then you just cut out at least you and all everybody you know have to worry about the shit well fuck if everybody's working towards that same goal fuck we could whip this thing what i'm really excited about right now and feeling very hopeful for is watching the, the nba and the nhl two big businesses who you know entertainment businesses importantly are able to deliver their product safely without at the expense of their their player base to provide their their uh you know uh service if you will i you know i don't know if that's the right word but they, they're giving us our, their product safely so that we can enjoy it safely but that they can keep doing it safely they're proving that it's possible they're proving that it's possible to get back to some sort of normalcy right now and that's that's i think really uh a good positive news for a lot of people who like me, for example, have just been, you know, uh, making the best of things. Well, I can actually see that. Great. So it's true. If, if people take this shit seriously, cause I'm seeing it with my eyeballs, I know that, that we can get shit done. Yep. It's a, it's a, you know, opportunity to come through on this. All right, man. Well, Hey, thanks for spending some time with me today. I really appreciate it. I'm glad we got to do one and, uh, I know we'll do this again soon. Absolutely. All right, brother. Take care. You be good. You too. Later.